0: This, this is Gray, Gray Man Media, Media
1: content. Hello everyone for Gray Man Media. I am your host Devin Gray and this is Down to Earth with John Metz. John is an accomplished chef, DJ and streamer. He's just as comfortable in the woods as he is on the lake and loves to make noise at the gun range. You can find him on Facebook, Snapchat at John 502, TikTok at John's for the Win, and Instagram at Doom 502. John, how are you, brother?
0: <clears throat> Currently choking. <laughs> now I'm doing good. Uh, man, I'm just dying so hard. That pre-show was about mess my mind up right there. <laughs> I, can't. I can't. Oh my god. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, <sighs>
1: at some point we'll be able to release a a a video or at least an audio <laughs> file of just you know us fucking up before we actually start the recording and let me tell you guys when that comes out and you get to hear what just happened to John it's uh, you're going to enjoy it
0: it wasn't even one whole drink in or anything <laughs> it was
1: just like
0: <laughs> it's just like somebody slapped me until i was silly oh good god almighty good gracious don't use god's name in
1: vain oh lord please stop john <laughs> <laughs> This is this is actually this is actually a re-record. We had some uh, technical difficulties with the uh, first set uh, first one, but AKA me. Well, well, <laughs> both of us. We but we, we we had a lot of good questions, so I'm going to try to echo some of those questions as much as I can. Oh yeah. Um so we talked a lot about the food scene here in Louisville and mm-hmm. kind of your you know, your experience as a, as a chef. Um you want to try to go into that.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Uh and apologies, I'm still trying to gain my composure here. Um, it's not especially now. We're a little bit more official. <laughs> Calm down. It's a comedy cast now. You just got to have to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> oh, God. We don't have the Rona, I swear, people. Mm-hmm. I swear, everybody, we don't have the Rona. We're just falling apart. That's all that's like. <laughs> happening. Complete mental breakdowns. Um, anyway, yeah, to answer your question, uh, yeah, there's a lot of different styles and and Louisville itself in Kentucky, we are probably most well-known for our restaurant industry. Of course, everybody thinks of bourbon and Churchill Downs, but the real truth is we are such a food-driven society, and when the coronavirus hit, it completely obliterated that for so many people. I mean, tens of thousands of people out of work, businesses being shut down, all kinds of crazy stuff happening. It It's going nuts out there. But we still have some of the best restaurants in the country, I believe, because we have a combination of people from all over the world, all over the country, bringing their expertise here.
1: Yeah, we talked about that. We were I, I asked you um, if you thought that Louisville, because I had actually heard this from a different, um, it was like a food show or something like that. They were talking about like, you know, up-and-coming cities, and Louisville was on that list for, like, the food scene to explode.
0: Oh, I mean, <clears throat> by the time that article came out, we probably already exploded more than once. Like, yeah. the the real truth is, like, there is, oh man, there's my catchphrase, God, the real truth with John Metz. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, the thing is, uh, with our city, like I said, it's, 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 Quite amazing. I mean you go from food trucks to restaurants to dine ins to dives to in and outs to everything that you you would think corporately would be here. But we actually have less corporate businesses than we do in house state and locally owned businesses. And those are the businesses I try to support as much as possible.
1: Yeah, the local stuff. Yeah. Uh, what are so what were some of the kind of like um, challenges that that happened for, you know, you obviously, but the the restaurant staff as a whole throughout the city when after coronavirus.
0: Well, I mean, other than getting laid off uh, and <laughs> completely being like, I don't know what the word the right word is disemboweled. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, it's pretty dark. I know, but no, it's it really it does. It's gut wrenching. It, it feels like you know. Everything you've ever worked towards, you know, through your entire life, because in Kentucky, there used to be only three different things you could do agriculture, industrial work, or food service. Mm. And those of us that have dedicated our lives to food and food service and creating that as a to make it an actual sustainable career instead of just a part time job somewhere, you know, a lot of people don't think about food or restaurant industry workers as actual jobs they just think of them as like oh well they're just part-time and they're just doing this no we make a living doing this and some of them must make really good livings or used to would be the operative words there but it's it's just one of those things is that it's it's really taken a whole toll on it, everybody
1: yeah so um i actually want to i want to recreate a moment that we had <laughs> oh. on the on the original podcast
0: I'm all original. I don't do reruns.
1: No, no. I want you to give an original. <laughs> I want you to give a din- different answer in case I decide to use that part. I probably
0: will because I don't remember. What <laughs> I
1: <was gonna> <laughs> so if you had to make the perfect meal, oh yeah, <clears throat> what are you going to do? Perfect barbecue. What are, you, what are you making?
0: Barbecue. See, that's where it threw me off because that wouldn't be my perfect meal. It wouldn't no. be barbecue.
1: No, that's fine. We're, we're talking barbecue. Okay, barbecue.
0: Well, again, I would have to do... At least, you know, a 14-hour smoked chicken with a 23-hour smoked brisket. I mean, it's all about the smoker, about the wood chips, about that flavoring, getting that nice deep pit in there. And to copy my answer, I think, from last time too, what I really would love to do is do a real um, Indonesian-style pig roast. Or not not Indonesian, I'm sorry, let me correct myself. Like Mm. Nepal-style pig roast, where they would dig a pit in the ground bury or create a huge fire with hot stones, like stones in there in the fire, and heat them up with the fire, get it up to a couple hundred degrees, thousand degrees, whatever, put the pig in, cover it with dirt, wet burlap sacks, and basically, basically basically, make a pressure cooker out of the earth and get all those rich flavors.
1: Yeah. And then, okay, so you got your meats. Now what do you do? Give me three sods.
0: Cornbread.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Got to have that
0: cornbread with plenty of squeezy butter. <laughs> squeezy butter? Bread sticks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can't forget bush baked beans. The beans that keep you going.
1: So cornbread baked beans. <laughs> <laughs>
0: told you it's going to be a whole other show, dude. <laughs> give,
1: me, give me a third one. Give me a third one. Well, I did. Bread sticks. You're going to have two types of bread? <laughs> Why not?
0: <laughs> Why not? Why is it so wrong to have two different kinds of bread? I guess you can have some collard greens or something in there, but I don't like collard greens.
1: You don't like collard greens? No, absolutely not. Oh, I love collard greens.
0: <laughs> I like them if they cooked like... Like, I had a, a friend growing up, and, I mean, nice, like, traditional, southern-style, black family home, and cooking. Oh my god, when they cooked them greens, it was just
1: Yeah, the only time I've ever had um you you met Bri- uh Brian, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, the only time I've ever had collard greens was when his his mama made made me some.
0: Yeah, that's the only way I'll do it.
1: It was so fucking good. Only I've never I'll had collard greens other than that, but
0: My dad makes them and he puts bacon and everything in them. They taste okay, I guess, but it's there's just a different level of like flavor. Yeah. I don't know what what, what his mama did, but oh my god. <laughs>
1: All right, all right. So, so then, what what kind of dessert are you gonna choose?
0: Warm apple
1: pie. <laughs> How <Whap>! very. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I've got something to tell you about that. Um, oh goodness. Um. No, you didn't. So now, you so now pair pair all that with a drink.
0: Uh, that would be whiskey and Mountain Dew.
1: Whiskey and Mountain Dew.
0: Absolutely. Uh-huh.
1: Interestingly enough.
0: Exactly what we'd be drinking. Uh-huh.
1: Mountain Dew was originally made. To pair with whiskey, right?
0: Actually, yeah, I found that
1: out recently. Yeah, wasn't was that weird? Very
0: surprised by that, but yeah, it was actually created to blend with whiskey.
1: That's so strange to me because most of the people, whenever you get dark liquors, they always reach for dark sodas to mix with it, which I guess is understandable. It makes sense in your head, and it's not like Coke's a bad mixer.
0: But no, but that started with Jack Daniels. They're the ones who started that whole campaign uh, because Jack Daniels paired with Coke.
1: Aha! Uh-huh. Back in the eighties, yeah, because uh,
0: Coke needed a sponsor, and they realized the alcohol. Genre was a untapped market for him.
1: Did you did you do you know any of the history of why Moscow mules are only served in copper mugs? Well, it was
0: supposed to be for the flavor, isn't it?
1: No. So the the there was a company that was um there was an American company that had that was selling vodka. Oh. And the they found out about this drink, and vodka was becoming pretty mainstream in America at the time. I think that was. Right after Prohibition?
0: So, early 60s?
1: Maybe. And I, and I might have that wrong. It might have been before or something. I don't know. We, need a, we need a fact checker. Fact there checker. Was, there was a, there was a, a point <clears throat> in in American history where we started drinking a lot more vodka. And that's when they started making up all these mixed drinks with vodka. Somebody made the Moscow Mule. Don't know why they called it Moscow. Because it was, it was made in America. It's because of vodka. It comes from Moscow. Yeah, but still. Um, and then... <laughs> And so the the company that owned that vodka um, brand owned a bar, and they were trying to push the vodka sales. Hmm. So they also owned a copper mill. Uh huh. Yeah. So they wanted to create the image that the Moscow Mule had to be served in copper cups, so that they could they could basically you know have a trifecta on that market.
0: My life is a lie. <laughs>
1: I might have some details wrong in there or something like that, but I mean for the most part that's that's what happened. Well
0: fun fact <laughs> fun fact, FF. Um, <laughs> copper actually there is a, a really good, another good reason that you pair like vodka, a high proof grain alcohol. Sure. Not grain. It's, it's a incorrect. potato. high proof potato alcohol. Anyway, it's a mash. The reason you pair that with a copper glass or glassware in general is because it doesn't dilute the flavor. A clear whiskey will pick up the flavor of anything that it touches. So if you're drinking it out of a wood goblet, for instance, if you're, fucking, I don't know, a Viking, <laughs> um, and you left your horn at home, it's going <laughs> to pick up whatever that wood has picked up. It's going to soak into it. But copper is a neutralizing agent. It's a purifier, and it will not... Allow that conductivity between the alcohol, so it doesn't change the flavor.
1: Huh? No, I didn't know that at all.
0: And that's why you never put a copper mug in the dishwasher, because as soon as you do, all that chemical will get in there and it will eat away at it. Oh, uh, okay. Always hand wash with lemon juice and ice.
1: Yeah, I never knew that. Um, so <laughs> you you said wap earlier. Wap. <laughs> <laughs> Did you listen to Ben Shapiro read those lyrics? <laughs>
0: I've seen a lot of people do those lyrics.
1: <laughs> um yeah, but, I mean you can just imagine his fucking voice. Michael Kohler showed this to me when he was overdoing his interview and he was <sighs> He's like wet ass p-word. <laughs> <laughs> Super centered <laughs> It was it was so fucking
0: funny. I would love to hear like some famous people do that, like Gilbert
1: Godfrey. Yeah? Wouldn't that be entertaining? <laughs> yeah, I'd be pretty entertained by that. Or even Christopher Walken. Yeah, Christopher Walken's would be good.
0: I've got a wet-ass pussy here <laughs> today for you. Come on, whap it. Whop it good. Come on. There's
1: <laughs> no way those are the lyrics.
0: I don't know the fucking lyrics, but it works. Not a bad, not a bad impression. Oh
1: fucking Christ!
0: You could always do Trump or Stewie Griffin. I'm just saying, there's a
1: buttload that would be interesting.
0: If any other? I'm not going to do it here because I'm not trying to take up show time. But any other vocal artist who want to send in stuff to the show <laughs> with their impressions of reading those lyrics, be feel free to do this because I'm so for it right now.
1: Oh, um. Let me try to think of something else that we were talking about on the on the on the original podcast um, that we recorded. Um, oh, are you gonna eat a chip? I'll do it back would, here. Would you would you like me to, to just mute me? No, I'll, I'll go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um oh fuck. There was so much uh, okay, ladies and gentlemen, listen. This is this was a this is a re record episode because me and John decided that within the first forty minutes we would be incredibly intoxicated, um, and it was basically an incoherent mess of us talking over each other and just losing our shit. So, we're here trying to recreate that fire without screaming. <laughs> was
0: it was it incoherent mess though, or was it just incoherent genius? Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know. I think we had uh, like a good rhythm where we're like, it was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth.
1: Do you remember the time one of your parties? No. Yep. <laughs> That's the same answer you gave me last time. <laughs> where I came in stone cold sober, <laughs> and within five minutes of me being there and you feeding me alcohol, I got blackout drunk and threw up on your couch and left.
0: Yep. Yeah, I do remember. <laughs> that couch is... Still with us today, I believe. <laughs> I still have it. St- oh, wait. No, I did burn that one. I eventually did burn it. Yep, that couch is now burned. <laughs> but I had it for years after that.
1: <laughs> and you were you were at, uh, were you at uh, Derek Emerson's birthday party? If
0: I was, I don't remember.
1: Okay, because that was the one where we played beer pong, but I was a bitch and I didn't drink beer, so I drank my vodka.
0: Oh, now, I do slightly remember that
1: and I and basically, Wesley and um Jessica had to carry me.
0: Was that the one where Molly came over?
1: <sighs> not for me, not for me. I don't think I was into that yet.
0: mm
1: yeah, I think that was pre like drugs, mm-hmm. like obviously I'd smoked, and obviously I drank. <laughs> <laughs> No, really? Took took a while to get into like other <laughs> other stuff.
0: Such been such a great influence in her life apparently. I'm so proud of myself. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, make me sound like a hero.
1: Oh, that's another thing I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a huge long discussion. Whole thing with Jessica after we got our apartment. And I was like, Don't just invite people over. I wanna you know, I wanna make sure I know them. I wanna vet them, make sure they're not crazies. Like, like me and it was like day one of you working steak and shake and me and you were working side by side on the grill and we're like you know we're kicking it off you know and it's hey you want to come over for a party later
0: tonight <laughs> that was one of the best first days at work i think i've ever had
1: within 20 i just give jessica tons of shit about not inviting people and then i just turn around and like hey i just met this guy <laughs> and what did i do what did
0: i do uh, yeah,
1: well you uh, you poured a, you made us a bunch of shots and stuff. Oh
0: no no, you got to start when I walked through the door. I walked through the door with a backpack and a duffel bag full of alcohol. You brought
1: the entire bar. I
0: brought the whole bar.
1: Yeah, and then and then you proceeded to show us some of your some of your fucking skills as a as a mixologist, um, including one of the shots that you made us. And god oh, damn it, I can't remember what it is again. But it was monkey like the brain. one monkey brain. Yeah, yeah, where it looks like it's literally it's like it's what do you put in it? It
0: is um, a quarter of an ounce of peach schnapps, then you upside down a spoon and you pour Bailey's on top of that, and then you put grenadine on top of that, really carefully down the center, and it creates this like really cool visual effect. But it kind of tastes like you're swallowing somebody's cum. (laughs) Not that I know what that's like.
1: What, what the, the weirdest thing, like it, you were like, okay, I'm gonna make you guys monkey brains. And I am I'm, I'm just expecting you know, it's gonna be a shot, and there's no real reason for it to be called monkey brain. You pour it, and you make it, and it's like, oh god, that looks like a monkey brain. It really <laughs> that's, does. That's what I would imagine that looks like. It really does. And it, and the grenadine makes it look like there's blood. And then the, how the, you know,
0: have we took so many of those? Oh, yeah, dude.
1: I think we cleared three bottles doing that. We drank. A lot. It, it, like, <laughs> I've obviously drank a lot, but every time you come over, every time we're around each other, John. I don't know. I bring a bottle. I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's deciding which bottle to bring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was one thing that you said on the podcast. You were like, hey, I have a choice. It's, <laughs> you're just trying to put in random sound bites. <laughs> I
0: really am at this point. It's more, it's more fun this way.
1: Um, Ugh. all right. Oh what, God. Was I armed
0: at that time? I don't remember. Of
1: course you were armed. Okay. It was the first thing we talked about.
0: Yeah. Was there a time I wasn't armed around you?
1: It's very rare.
0: Aren't you glad that you know people like me now though?
1: I mean, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I usually don't carry. Um, I still haven't gotten comfortable with it.
0: That's fair. <clears throat> you have to be.
1: Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm not there yet. Um, Every time I carry, I feel I feel almost like, I don't know, there's like a weird weight. Did you, did you experience that when you first started carrying? No,
0: I actually, I mean, I've been shooting guns since I was like five years old. Right. Okay. So I've never really been uncomfortable around them. I've always had a very healthy respect for them. Hmm. Uh, and I always get very nervous when other people have them in their possession. Because in my experience, nobody I've personally ever met, except for other servicemen or military, have ever handled a firearm in any way that I'm comfortable.
1: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> That's fair. It, it doesn't usually bother me unless, like, I think they're kind of a, a dummy.
0: Well, it's like I remember <clears> – <throat> I don't know if you were with me at the time. This is still back when we were working at Steak and Shake, but this is a really odd memory. It was – I thought it was me, you, my ex, and some people from Steak and Shake, and we went pool hopping into some apartment complex, and it was in, around the time of 4th of July, and we, so we went pull hop into this dude. He had, like, some <laughs> fake AR-15 uh, aerosoft guns or whatever, and then some other stuff like that. But then we're shooting fireworks, and the dude walks up behind me. His arm is stretched out past my head, and then all I hear is five loud pops. And I'm like, that's not a firework. What the fuck are you doing? Dude had a fucking twenty-two caliber pistol, and he was shooting it right next to my head. That's I freaked. Not cool. I freaked out on the dude. I, I I actually took him fucking down, took his gun from him, and about pistol whipped the dude. I'm like, you ever do that again, I will shoot you back. <laughs> Don't ever do that around me again.
1: No, I was not there.
0: Okay, <clears throat> but I've- hey, I mean that was that was like. That was one of my first things. Like, yeah, I can't trust anybody else with a gun, so I'm definitely going to carry a gun.
1: <laughs> I was scared of guns for a long. Like, I was when I was a kid, guns were awesome, They're and still then awesome. and then when I was a teenager, I had a really bad experience, and I was scared of guns for a while. Uh, we it was me, Austin, and Jeremy, and we were walking around. It's going to sound crazy. It was a Fourth of July party. It's that always Fourth of July. That we went. Um, and yes. we were we went walking because. It was really they, it was a party for the adults, and we were just teenagers. We couldn't do nothing, so we just started, decided to start walking around. And we run in this ki- into this kid, and he pulls a gun out on us. Ooh. Luckily, Austin knew him from school, so we were able to kind of talk our way out of that situation.
0: Oh, another call of mine, kid. Cool. Huh? Nothing.
1: <laughs> Tell us about your uh, your bath bomb idea. <laughs>
0: You sure you don't want to hear some more fun, crazy gun stories? Oh, we can come back to that. <laughs> okay. So I was in a Facebook thread today. And this is very pertinent because this is up to date for you all who are listening. Um, especially you, listener number 14758. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so I was in a Facebook thread today. And a friend of mine, <clears throat> she makes bath bombs. And she wanted some ideas. So this thread took off. I got into it pretty late. And I was just like... Hey, you know it would be a cool idea for a bath bomb? There's a bath bomb shaped like a toaster. (laughs) (laughs) And when you put it in there, it has little sponges shaped like lightning bolts (laughs) that come out of
1: it. (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) A lot of people loved it. But then, like, halfway down the thread, some other guy was like, What about a toaster? Just a toaster. And then some other dude was like, Hey, dickweed. <laughs> Some other edgy dude already came up with that. Quit fucking trying to edge rap or whatever he said. I can't remember exactly. But he was like, quit trying to copy him. And then it turned into a fight between these two. And I was just sitting here like, oh, look at the chaos I've created. <laughs> this is fantastic.
1: That's one thing I can say about you, John. You are a 100% an agent of chaos.
0: <laughs> I like the power.
1: Do you have any more gun-related Incidents.
0: Yeah, remember when me and, you, me and you went to the ATM that one night?
1: I wasn't sure if you wanted to tell that story, oh, but please—that's one of my favorites. Please tell me.
0: <laughs> Other than my times when I've been like you know door-to-dooring and doing door-to-door sales, and I've had people pull guns and put them in my face to my forehead, and I have still sold them a security system after that. <laughs> um, aside from that. <laughs> that situation was probably the funniest. And I can't remember who was with me. Who screamed out my car window that night? Was it Austin?
1: No, I'm the one that screamed out the car window.
0: At the kid on the skateboard? Yes. Oh, so
1: it was but your it, fault. It was my fault. <laughs> it was my fault, but there was somebody else with us. And and most of the time, I I remember it being Wesley. Because I'm almost 100% sure it was Wesley. Because I think that was around the time period he was staying with us. Oh, he definitely
0: said something.
1: He might have. But I you both know. said something. I screamed. I was just
0: driving, and I think you all were drunk, and I'm pretty sure I was not. (laughs) Completely drunk. (laughs) All
1: right, tell the the story. So so we're driving out of the apartment.
0: Literally, it's only like literally half a block. It's not even far. It's like behind the apartment complex. We didn't even need to drive. Just wanted to because I'm lazy, and I didn't want to walk up and down all your stupid fucking hills over here. And anyway, so (laughs) I'm driving my little red Pontiac, which is beasted out. I got lights underneath it, it. lights dope. inside, I got a banging sound system, dope. hardcore, I got my little revolver sitting here next to me, you know, just chilling, you know, we over here ganging out, you know, gang life, what's up, playa? <laughs> Redacted. <laughs> <laughs> canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking canceled. <laughs> anyway, so we're driving through, and it's like... 12.30 at night, maybe later. Probably later, because I think we're getting... No, it might have been earlier, because we're getting alcohol for, for sure. I think that's why we're going to the ATM. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> and we were uh, we were driving through this parking lot, and y'all see some kids skateboarding, and I don't remember what you yelled out. What'd you yell?
1: Uh, I think I said, do a fucking kickflip flipper. Oh, yeah,
0: that was it. That was yeah. it. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> uh, trailer park board reference again. Bam. Um... <laughs> Just get over it. I'm nerding out. So you tell you know, don't fucking kickflip, noob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's yeah. what I sound like. <laughs> and then, so I, I was like, fuck that shit. So I did a wide left turn and <laughs> decided to go halfway on the other side of the parking lot before I pulled up to this ATM. Well, these dudes come skating up to me. and they and get,
1: Hold on. It's important to recognize that these were teenagers.
0: I mean, 17, 18. Yeah. I was also 17, 18. What? We were 19 at least. Maybe me, you were nineteen. I was twenty-one.
1: Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, because somebody had to buy the alcohol. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that sounds accurate.
0: For, I'm forever sixteen forever. Oh god. <clears throat> so, so they ride up on us. They ride up on us. One on one side, one on the other side, right here by the ATM. And I'm like, got my card into this ATM, right? And I'm just sitting there, and this dude's like, "Yo," <laughs> smacks my car, and I'm like, "What the fuck? What's your problem, bro?" He's like, what you all yell at us, man? You don't know what you're doing. What if we had a gun? <laughs> I
1: that's, get this smirk on my face. That's when I lost it because I was, because you had, you, your hand was on it. Oh, as soon you're as like, I saw somebody in my side view this. mirror. Yeah. I'm not pulling this, but I'm ready if I have to. As soon as I saw my side view mirror, somebody
0: coming up, I'm like, y'all, at I hear him the I I skating up, man. I'm ready. And
1: he says, What if we had a gun? And I'm like, oh, wouldn't that be something if one of us had a gun? Exactly what you said. And at that point, I believe I picked my gun up out of
0: its hiding spot, placed it right on my appendix (laughs) at the ready. With my hand off the trigger, because I'm a safe gun owner.
1: There was one, there was, and the guy...
0: The guy next to you, on the passenger side, he was like, his, I remember, I just got a quick glance, and I didn't get to see his face completely, but his eyes got big as fuck.
1: Yeah, I I think he motioned to the guy on your side to like, shut the the, fuck up. Let's get the the fuck up out of (laughs) here. Yo, he... Yo, he has a gun. <laughs> Yo, he <laughs> has a gun. Yo, what are you guys thinking? You can't, you know, what if, what, what are you thinking rolling up on us at the ATM? What are you thinking? And he wouldn't even look. And he was right
0: next to me. He didn't even see it. He didn't even look at my car. He's like,
1: what are you doing?
0: And I'm like, like, dude, you're rolling up on me. I was like, I told him, I was like, you're rolling up on the wrong people at an ATM in the middle of the night. This is something you should probably think about before you start shouting b- your mouth.
1: Yeah, you can't just be, come on now.
0: No, not having that game today.
1: No. Uh-uh. And, and and again, they were they were 18s. So you can't even buy a pistol. So they would have had to been either illegally having a pistol or... Which is not impossible. It is Louisville. Yeah, I know. But the odds were lower than, than say, if if they were older adults.
0: I mean, come on. What is this, Fern Creek? These are fucking
1: (laughs) some bougie-ass white kids. Bougie. Um, But either
0: way, that was... That was probably one of the funniest, like not the scariest for me. Absolutely not. Cause the scariest happened at waffle house at one in the morning, but that was probably the funniest gun related incident. It was that pretty funny. In.
1: It was pretty funny. So now you're going to tell the waffle house story.
0: Oh, I guess so. Since I segued. Didn't yeah, I? You did. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I was working late night. I was, uh, I was head of the restaurant at the point. Like I'm a cook night shift, third shift, you know, I got servers and customers to protect, I'm sitting here in this Waffle House. These three dudes, like, they're in their mid-30s, 40s, whatever, uh, come in drunk as all hell, wearing no shoes. Half of them were barely dressed. They didn't speak any English. They were speaking Arabic, which I recognized right off the bat, just because of my history, which we're not going into, so don't segue. Redacted. Uh, redacted. <laughs> Can, that is going to be my favorite button. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's been my
1: favorite so far.
0: So these dudes come in and then they start talking to these girls, right? Like these 20-something-year-old women sitting at a table and they're just freaking them out. And they're like, <laughs> Okay, calm down. I mean, you want me to quote them? Because it's really nasty. So I wasn't going to actually speak Arabic in case somebody here was listening that speaks Arabic. I didn't want to say it. It was really gross what they were saying to them. I was like, no, this isn't happening. You need to get out of my store. So I get off the grill line, stop whatever I'm cooking. I said, everything could burn. And I grab a knife. I put it in my back pocket. I walk up to them. I said, y'all need to get out. And I start, you know, not laying hands on him just yet. I said, y'all need to get out. Get out of my store right now. And I start putting on this fucking voice. And I'm booming. Like, I'm pissed. Everybody in the store got quiet. I heard a fork drop. It was a whole thing. (laughs) It was like, get out of my fucking store right now. I'm not putting up with this. You got no shoes on. We don't do that shit here. This is Waffle House. We're classy. (laughs) Get out. Tell your friend to get out. Only one dude spoke English, but barely. So, I finally get him out of the store, and then I st- I walk follow him out, and I light a cigarette, and I stand in against the back of a glass window where everybody can see all of us. These dudes get in the van, the drunkest one of them all, gets into the driver's seat. I'm like, dude, he's like, I'm sorry, my friend, I'm sorry. Yo, my, He's drunk. He's very drunk. I'm so sorry. Please, please, don't call the cops. Don't call the cops. I'm very sorry, very sorry. I'm like, then why the fuck is he driving, dude? Why is he driving? Stop. <laughs> And and then this guy's still yelling at me in Arabic. And I'm just sitting here, standing here, smoking a cigarette. I got my hands across my chest like this. And I'm just sitting here like, okay, bye. (laughs) Bye. Next thing I know, he pulls out what I can only ascertain as, at very least, a Smith & Wesson 500 Magnum revolver. Okay. Because this was a very long and large board barrel. And it's really weird where your mind goes. Depending on, I guess, your training. Let me put it that way first. depends on your training. My mind immediately started calculating, is that a real gun? Or can I go ahead and rush this dude? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I didn't have a second thought about it. I was like, if it is a real gun, how am I going to rush this dude and not get shot or let somebody behind me get shot through this glass window? So I chose to stare at the barrel, and I could see around deep in the chamber because of the way the lights were set up. Mm. So I saw it was definitely a real gun definitely a huge caliber definitely would have made my head non-existent (laughs) (laughs) and i'm just sitting here like smoking this cigarette still staring at him and i'm like okay y'all need to go come on tell your motherfucker you need to go you need to go i start getting real dark too and i'm just like you're gonna shoot or you're gonna do nothing goodbye (laughs) i'm like if you would have shot you would have shot already and i it was like four minutes of an an encounter. And everybody, like, I did take one quick look behind me. Everybody was gone. (laughs) (laughs) They were all under tables, hiding behind the grill line. Like, people were like, fuck, (laughs) outie. So I stare this guy down, and I'm just sitting here looking. I'm dead in the eye. I'm giving this look like this. And the viewers, you don't know, but this is a look. I'm like, come on, try me. Because if you miss, you're dead. (laughs) You're laughing, but i was dead serious about it. I was like, yeah, I'm going to die today, or you're going to die today. Let's go. This dude finally convinces him to pull off. I was able to grab a license plate and do everything I needed to do. Yeah, I got description of both individuals. I mean, I was mapping everything in my memory. Like, ooh, I got you. That's your tattoo. That's your freaking scar. <laughs> That's your ugly-ass mole. That's your stupid-ass van. That's your dumb-ass license plate. I called the cops as soon as they left. I gave them the license plate, and they're like, well, I'm sorry, to help. Uh, we can't help you. The individuals uh, that you described do not match the license plate. The license plate reads to a John Smith, and I'm like, okay, so either they stole the car or they're really, really bad at picking American names. (laughs) Why does that mean you can't go find them? They're like, I'm sorry, sir, an officer will be there in 35 to 45 minutes. I'm like, thank you, Louisville. Goodbye.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. That was
0: probably the most terrifying though, because I was like, "I will die today, most likely," and I didn't.
1: Yeah, if he if he pulled the trigger, it, it probably wouldn't have ended well. For
0: I was you. only I was as far as away from him as I am you. Like that was how oh, close I was. Oh shit! That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I was standing at the front of. See, his in my car. mind,
1: it was like it, you had you know a couple yards.
0: I couldn't dodge. There was no way. I was standing about ten feet, maybe five feet from him, for the front of their vehicle. They were in a parking spot right next to the building.
1: That's fucking wild, dude.
0: Yeah, so that was probably the most terrifying, and I, I'm not going to lie, I've had a lot of guns put in my face at the time, by this point, reasons unknown, but <laughs> that was probably the most like, oh shit, this is really happening.
1: Yeah. I was like, what, am, what It's like, what are you going to do? What would you do? What would I do? Yeah. I would try to de-escalate the situation as easily as I could.
0: So I, I didn't do that?
1: No, you tell, you, tell, <laughs> you telling him you, you're either going to kill me or you're not going to do shit. Like, no, I don't think that's de-escalating the situation.
0: But he bitched out. So I de-escalated him enough to where he was like, maybe I shouldn't fuck with him.
1: Okay. So if I have if a gun. Or if I die, I'm coming back and kicking you and all his ass. So if I have a gun and I pull it on somebody, first off. I am 100% have the intent to shoot cuz oh, I will never point my gun at somebody I don't intend to to destroy. Same here. You got 4 seconds. <laughs> but but regardless, I would I would always assume if if it's going to escalate to that situation. See, but, and I, th- I think maybe it's because I have that mentality that if I'm going to pull a gun on somebody, they're going to go. They're right. they're not going to be there. So I assume that everybody else is that way, I guess some people
0: you know. But you got to think also um, even as a gun owner, I know that the statistics, which the big box media does not want you to know, is that almost 83% of cases where a person's life has been saved by owning and possessing a firearm in a situation like that comes from just brandishing the weapon from their, in front of their attacker.
1: When the attacker also has a gun? Yeah. Even Interesting. Then,
0: there's, there, there's a statistical value that's been established over, like, 35,
1: 40 years. That's crazy. You would assume, like, if, if I had a gun, first off, I'm, I'm going to pull the trigger. But it, even if I didn't, if I start to see anybody reach for, well, the only reason I'd ever pull a gun is if I thought my life was in danger. So I would have to assume they already have a, a weapon.
0: Right. So you're sure what you're saying is the same thing as a cop mentality. If you see somebody reaching for something, you're assuming they already have a firearm. That's where your mind immediately goes because of training. Well, not of, because, because of I have no you, training. You train your mind. That's training, right? Okay. You're training your you mind that if somebody's reaching and you feel threatened. That you need to react in a certain manner. Yeah. To protect your life or the life of somebody else.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I. This is why I don't carry. Because <laughs> because that because these situations weigh so heavy on your on your mind. You don't because you want it. you, you want it. That way you'd never have to use it. That's, that's always the whole point of owning a gun is you, you're, you're always ready to deal with the situation, but you hope you never have to.
0: Right. And, and this is why, like, I don't remember if it was you or somebody else that just actually came up to me in the past month or so, and they said, you know, you always carry, and you always are trying to go to the gun range, and you're always training, and you're always shooting your guns. Why do you do that? Why do you waste all the ammo? Why don't you just buy the gun and put it up or carry it and not touch it? I'm like, because that's pointless.
1: Yeah, I mean, at that point you're asking, yeah, I mean, you're not you're not exercising that muscle.
0: Yeah, you got to have that reflex. Yeah. Down to a peg. Cuz
1: that's 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 what people don't understand about guns until they go shoot fun. People fucking miss. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like stormtroopers. Like really, it really like is. it's not like in the movies motherfuckers miss all the time. Like you got it is a it's a skill and you have to practice that skill.
0: If that person misses once and I could fire three shots and that time it took them to fire one bullet, and those 3 shots are accurate and I group those into the center chest, 2 in the chest, 1 in the head.
1: If your is dead. If you're in a terrible situation where somebody gets the drop on you, fires their weapon at you, um and misses and you've and of course it, this this takes hours of training, but if you are well trained enough and you're able to hours. if you're able to for, draw your weapon, it, assuming that there's already one in the chamber and then turn to the person who shot at you, and to be able to line up the shot, and then pull the trigger all before he, the, the person's able to shoot a second bullet. I mean, and there are people; there's plenty of people who can do it. That's a lot of training, and you can't just you can't just buy a gun, carry it, and never shoot it, and expect to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. It's an, it's impossible.
0: But it, and it comes down to mental training too. And people, and again, I, this is a heavy responsibility that a gun owner carries. Not everybody thinks of it this way. And I think that's a little sad, but it's true. I mean, think about what's been going on recently. Like in Indiana State Fair, somebody pulled out a rifle and shot at a bunch of people. I don't really. Know. I haven't heard that about just That just happened at Indiana State Fair. Um, I posted it on my feed. I'm like, dude, this is why I carry. You all, I always ask me, why do I carry in places you know you are not allowed to carry? Because of that situation. Wow. Redacted.
1: Don't worry. I'll, I'll I will edit that for you. That way you're not in any kind of legal issues. <laughs>
0: Well, there's that's. That
1: I'm saying that in a legal standpoint because you're allowed
0: to concealed carry. You're only not allowed to carry in certain places. People can make a rule on private property saying you're not allowed <laughs> to carry there, but that doesn't mean it's legally standing because you have the right by the Second Amendment to bear arms.
1: Oh, so you're not saying like government buildings or something? Of course not. Oh, okay. Those just places like, are
0: obviously protected in a certain manner.
1: I got you. I got you. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like you, you'll just take it no matter what.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was like... For you're instance, not
1: walking into the courthouse with it. Or a bar.
0: No. Because any place, again, by legality, any place that does not have 60% or higher food sales is considered a bar mm. by standing. Therefore, you're not allowed to carry a gun anywhere near alcohol in that sense. That did not meet you at all.
1: Well, it came through, your, it came through yours. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't know that about you. You really can't carry a, a weapon into a bar? Absolutely not. Actually, carrying a firearm
0: while in possession or under the influence of any kind of intoxicating value, alcohol, drugs, whatsoever, is a felony.
1: Well, I don't doubt that. I just didn't know you couldn't carry it into bars. Like, what if I go into a bar just hang out with my friends, but I'm not drunk? I'm not
0: saying people don't do it.
1: But is it illegal?
0: Absolutely. Unless unless you create a standing with the bar or a private property owner, Uh. this is where the legality comes in, you can create a standing with them. Some bars actually have a carry... Um, policy
1: Mm.
0: that you have to carry one you can carry your firearm but you cannot have a round in the chamber and you have to have your mag somewhere separate okay but again this is all things that most people who carry don't know like unless you go through a concealed carry course and you train yourself on your local state laws and regulations you're not going to know these things and this is where people get tripped up when they protect themselves legally when somebody is attacking them and they f- defend themselves using lethal force legally and appropriately, they still get in trouble by the law because the government and the law is not there to protect you. And that's where it gets real heavy, that you have to know that when you take somebody's life, no matter what the state is, no matter how much you're – if you were protecting a be, bunch of school kids
1: – It's not going to be a good you're time. You're near
0: a school. You're near kids, yeah. right? You're protecting yeah. a bunch of school kids from a shooter, but you could still go yeah, to jail. Yeah, you're
1: going to look really bad in front of a court. No matter what,
0: even though you stopped somebody from killing them,
1: yeah, I feel like I feel like if if it was a situation like that, and the person that you shot, like, okay, are you saying like if you were just out of school? Because I don't think you're legally allowed to carry out at out of a school.
0: Absolutely not.
1: But if you but if you're a teacher, and for if that was like allowed, and you and killed that's, somebody, that's, in
0: that's a big debate right now. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I don't I don't think it should come to that, but also I don't know. I don't know what else we could do other than like just turning schools into like basically max max like security prisons. I mean,
0: after Columbine, which by the way y'all happened in 1999, so <laughs> think about how that was
1: 21 years ago. 21 years. I but, also and what changed? Somebody somebody told me about about a statistic they saw. I think it was people Marcus? are telling
0: teachers that they can't carry
1: guns. But I, what I'm saying is is, is that there has been a mass shooting every single day since Columbine in America.
0: Statistically untrue because that th- that statement alone is flawed inherently. If you want to look at real statistics, there's been a mass shooting almost every other week. A mass shooting equals, by the way, four or more deaths by a firearm. Just to clarify.
1: If, if you, anybody knows better, then that's fine. But
0: That's fine. It's John said so,
1: John said something on the on the original podcast that says, "I know what I know
0: <laughs> I know what I know it may not be accurate <laughs> yeah correct. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is actual facts so when it comes to firearms and firearm safety and gun statistics, these are things I've actually really studied I got you so four or more people it used to be three was classified as mass shootings mm. so think about it the s- people who do the statistics they call things a mass shooting for the m- major media Fox News all that other shit. Mm. They changed the number. Why did they change the number from 4 to 3?
1: Was it 3 and then 4 or was it 4? to three? So it was 4, now it's I three. misspoke.
0: Yeah, it's 4 to 3. Oh, okay. Why so did they change that? I would assume because so that,
1: that the statistic can go up.
0: Exactly. And, and why way, did the statistic go up? Because they want to push the agenda. For that the gun,
1: long gun laws. Long gun, gun laws. laws. Yeah. You just said yeah.
0: exactly the specific words, long gun laws. But you know, statistically, all mass shootings... Up to a certain degree, which about eighty nine percent. I'm not going to go exact percentile, but roughly eighty nine percent of mass shootings happen with a handgun,
1: mm.
0: not an AR fifteen.
1: Well, I'm not. I'm not for gun laws at all. Like, I'm. I'm fine with the majority of the ones that are in place. It, not some of the more recent ones, but I mean, I don't need a grenade launcher. Like, it'd be fun. <laughs> I'd have. You can't a, get one. What? Oh yeah, but you have to. That's a class three license. Yeah, but but that's what I'm saying. I'm fine with all that. That's that makes sense to me. See, people think you can just go out here and buy. Quotes, no fully you can't.
0: automatic weapons. No, you can't fully semi-automatic weapons, as the <laughs> fake news <laughs> likes to say. First of all, there's no such thing as a fully semi-automatic weapon. It's semi-auto or it's
1: full. Bro, auto. what are you talking about? I every day carry a fully automatic flintlock pistol in my in my appendix. <laughs>
0: I mean, that's exactly what they're trying to appro
1: we we agree on this on this topic. And I know this is
0: a hot button topic for people, and I, I encourage it. the hate mail because you know what? That helps. I love it. Give it to me. Don't give it to Devin. Give it to me, because I will tell you facts. I understand
1: exactly where people are coming from. People are scared. And that's fine. People are you scared. You have the right to and, be scared, but you know
0: what? You're scared of your own rights, because the Constitution gives you right, the rights. Right, right,
1: but that's not what they're debating anymore. They're debating... But no, it is. No, they're debating whether or not that should be a right. That's what that's what the debate's about. But
0: do you know why it was a right in the first place? Do you know why it's in the Constitution? It's to stop,
1: it's to stop tyranny, a tyrannical government.
0: <clears throat> it is to prevent... There's a little bit more to it this tyranny. Yeah. Is to prevent... The tyranny of a tyrannical government yeah. and the fortified military militia against the public or the free people.
1: Yeah. I don't, which I don't know exactly the exact language, but it's something like the that. The language
0: speaks in the sense of it is meant to protect us against a government or a yes. bodying source that governs the people in a way that they are the only ones who have power. I agree. And firearms are
1: power. I agree. I, and a lot of people like to say things, well, they'll, they'll say things, insane things like, oh, well, what are you going to do against a tank? Or what are you going to do against, you know, an air, airplane? It's like, well, number one, the odds of any government deploying tanks versus regular regular people seventy five percent. It's low. 75%. Well, in that case, John, your AR-15 is not going to do anything to a tank.
0: No, it's not, but it will stop a bunch of people.
1: <laughs> Correct. And that's what I mean. I don't think that the... They might use tanks as like a fear tactic, like they did in China, yeah. but they didn't actually. They didn't actually like shoot anything.
0: Yeah, they did. They shot rubber. Oh, it was rubberized oh, okay, yeah, ballistic that's, shells. That's yeah. So, so they use that, that sense. First of all, if you shoot a pepper ball at somebody directly, they can die. No shit. Did you know that? You're well, I mean, to, And that's the thing. The cops have been in these riots and stuff like that. They've actually killed people with pepper balls, but that wasn't reported by the news, was it? I don't know because they shot directly. At the people. You're supposed to shoot it at the ground or at a ceiling right. to disperse the pepper.
1: Is that true for even the paintball ones?
0: That's exactly what it is. A pepper ball is a paintball full of uh, that pepper With spray. Pepper spray, yeah. Yeah. People, no, I didn't people know have been mortally injured, disabilitated, and nothing's get talked about in the mo- in major major news, even on Facebook. All those videos and stuff get redacted. Redacted. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's
0: it's a wake up time for everybody. It's and it's a, big it's a complicated
1: world. it's a complicated you know subject. It and, really is. And we we as in me and you.
0: I know we're not going to solve it. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to solve. We're it. We're too this. dumb. We we're not we're not. Well, hey 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 hey. We're not dumb.
1: We're just big old apes. Shut the fuck up.
0: We're we're not going to solve it ourselves, but by educating people in the proper. Do you statistics. listen to? I have I you seen any
1: uh, yeah. any of Collien Noir's stuff? Mm-mm. So he, it, <laughs> he's a gun. He's actually a lawyer, um, but he's a, a gun right activist um, uh, based out of Texas. Um, you, you should you'd love him. He's really great, and I, I I insist on everybody watching. I think a lot of people are just scared of guns, and I think that that's where a lot of like my mom hated guns completely against guns. Took her to the gun range. She loves guns now. <laughs> it's because it's not it's not. They're not people killers. People kill people, not guns. Exactly. And I know people hate to hear that, but like, that's the right, truth. Here.
0: I set my gun on your table. Alright, go kill somebody. One of the, wait a minute. It's gonna do it. Wait. <laughs> oh no, wait, it can't. The
1: one of the, the the gun laws one of the one of the cities in America that has the strictest gun laws, Chicago, has some of the worst gun violence. That's true. And and I know that people can you know, talk about like, oh, well, you know, Japan has really tight gun laws and they have like next to no gun violence and stuff. It's like, yeah, that's, that's not true. It is true. It is true. But the thing is, is that Japan doesn't have such a culture around guns like America does. You cannot take guns out of America. And you just can't It's not just it.
0: a cultural thing. Actually, in Japan and most of China, to be specific, look at North Korea as well. Um, the Asiatic section. Asia. Asiatic. <laughs> I don't know why that's a word I like to say. But, no, seriously, that whole, um, the Asian culture in general actually has a strong standing of military influence in guns. Granted, it started as, you know, the samurais, the ninjas, and everything like that. That was real factual history. Yeah, no, I heard it, too.
1: It's one of those fans. It's not in here, though. It's one of those fans.
0: Bottom line. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Go on.
0: Um, <laughs> It, it's one of those things that it, it is touchy subjects, but uh, there actually has, there's more knife violence mm. in Japan and uh, Southeast Asia and everything like that, as well as there's actually a fair amount of gun violence, which doesn't get pro- broadcasted because the government has such a control over its media.
1: And what even in absolutely. Japan? Absolutely. Aren't they, aren't they? Uh, no. They're the same government. They're not democratic. No, sir. I'm
0: almost positive. They are. They, well, look at us. We're democratic and we have a lot of false information in our media too. That's true. Can we talk about that? The false, the false media, fake media. Because
1: I, I'm, I don't know about you, but I follow both right and left wing uh, news sources.
0: I follow local papers.
1: Because I refuse. Because they can report the truth. I refuse to get drowned out by any one side because then that's when you're getting brainwashed. It's true. And ever since I've been doing that, I've been doing that for about three years. Now that I've started doing that, it is so painfully obvious uh, when I'm watching, you know, either side, how propaganda-y it is.
0: It's it's insane. It's <laughs> sickening. It's really sickening.
1: It's unfortunate. It really is. I'm so happy that... now. See, I was really worried for our youth um, and, like, the next generation, which I won't say that my college kids that work for me are, are like, the next they're, they're kind of still in the same age group as us, but... Oh, they're all fucked. No, I think, that, <laughs> I think they're actually... I have a lot more hope than I did because a lot of them do independent research instead of just listening to the news, which is what I, I was worried about.
0: But we're, when so it, I'm, it comes I'm down to sourcing, too... Yeah, I know. you got to look at more than just Fox News, WDRB. you got to look at more than any of that. you got to dive deep into what actually happened. Do your own investigations, and I encourage everybody to, for every story that you read... If you really give a damn.
1: If you have even a shred of doubt. Not or, even doubt. Or worse, if you think something is 100% true. Right. <laughs> if
0: you just completely believe it, it's too good to be true.
1: Yeah, there's no way, right? It's, you gotta double check, man. You
0: just gotta double check these days. Comes back to Columbine. Like, the trench coat Mafia. Oh, man. What a cool fucking name for a band, though, right? I have no idea what you're talking about. So the Columbine stories... That they talked about for, those school shoot, for the school shooting of Colbine. They talked about that and they were very, very adamant about personificating these two kids as goths, outcasts, bull, they got bullied and all this other stuff, right? And they called them the trench coat mafia. That wasn't a real thing. They only wore a trench coat for like three months because they thought they were cool because they wore it at a Halloween party trench and then they didn't want to dope. give it up. They are pretty dope. I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'll saying, wear a duster. I'm saying is cre- creating that idea of the trench coat mafia is just a fear tactic.
1: Yeah, the media is super sensual. Uh, it's, it's, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Sensationalizes everything. Exactly.
0: It's because it makes papers and makes some money. Yeah, it makes money,
1: baby. It makes money.
0: Comes back down to capitalism. (laughs) Not the truth, but capitalism.
1: I I have a problem with what you just said. (laughs) I believe capitalism is the best system that the that the world has ever seen. However, I think our government is incredibly corrupt, and I think that's the problem.
0: Because of
1: capitalism. No. Capitalism, the idea of capitalism is perfect on paper. It's when you have companies lobbying to create laws that suppress the people who don't make tons of money.
0: As well as the fact that they control the majority of the vote. They can... Change the vote, and the people in the public are none the wiser because that's, nobody actually pays attention because they're all distracted by that's everything not a, else. That's even not an economic. That's
1: not an economical system. That's a government system, and I'm agreeing with you. The government system is trash.
0: Hey, that's what we live in.
1: Yeah, I'm saying the economic system of we are
0: two steps away from being in a dictatorship. We just don't know <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> the economic system is fine.
0: I'm trying not to hit on the religion because it really gets real close when you get there.
1: No, I don't want to talk about religion because I'm.
0: I don't either. I just want to say that as a blanket statement, and hate me, not him, for this, my point of view is that the staunch Christian Catholic idealism of their religion, the way they adjudicated and prosecuted people of non-binary genders, sexual orientation, creeds, colors, for God knows how many years, Mm. I mean, years, hundreds of years, mm. and was fine with that? Ugh. It's supposed to be open now all of a sudden and not have these values? Why is that? Because they want to up their numbers?
1: I I agree. As
0: to which the pagan community has always been accepting.
1: <laughs> okay, I see why you want to talk about this.
0: The <laughs> pagan community has always been accepting of every creed, color, race, religion, size, gender. It doesn't fucking matter. We love you for who you are, and we accept you for who you are. You may piss us off, and we may kind of fuck with you a little bit on some spells. If you do, if you're doing some dirty shit, you doing some bad shit, you dealing with kids or something, we will come and kill you in one way or another. But my point is, we accept everybody up to a point.
1: Well, you know I'm ag- agnostic, right?
0: I do, and that's why I like talking about it with you because yeah, it's really funny to see your reaction. I
1: haven't decided. That's fine. I
0: don't. There's no. There's no evidence. I said I was agnostic for like four years.
1: There's there's no evidence of 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 uh, of. There's no concrete evidence of there being a god or not, there, or there not being a god. But there
0: is evidence of you creating your own energy.
1: Oh yeah, and I'm fine with that. I can agree with that. You can create your own existence yeah. just by willing it into being. I'm a god. I yeah. mean, we're all gods. We really. create our own existence. Yeah. We we are the the universe experiencing itself. But the thing the thing that I, I don't like about religion, structuralization. Yeah, yeah. I don't it like if there is a god and it might not and it, let's just say the bible's all correct. Let's say that was really written by the from the word of god <coughs> redacted. Yeah, I don't believe it either. But let's say for argument's sake. Even if that's true, I don't I don't think that the way to do that is to gather I think that god created us, you know, if there is a god, he created us as individuals. So mm-hmm. to all gather and and try to follow this one path that's ridiculous. You got to go you got to he, she, doesn't fucking matter. Everybody's walking their own damn path to try to do anything else is would be ridiculous.
0: I mean, the anything, we're all just distracted by religion to make everything else that we do in our daily lives, which is work for giant corporations to put money in their pocket while we live in poverty. I think religion is a
1: distraction. I will say this about religion. I think it was incredibly important to early humanity.
0: Early humanity, absolutely.
1: A hundred percent. Because Structuralized somebody, religion, though, st- is a distraction. Even structuralized agreed now, but early early on humanity, where we were all kind of fuckheads. I mean, we're sucking on rocks and shit at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: just <saying. laughs> but, but like, Nobody the, was that fucking right. There was no,
1: like, like people, yeah, there'd be laws and stuff like that, but there was really no, like, we were, a, religion was able to trick us into thinking that there was some kind of higher power and that there was, there would truly be repercussions that would be eternal. If you kill somebody nowadays, we just nowadays, like we live in a society where that's just that's just not acceptable. And we all understand that. Uh, we all yeah, get you it.
0: can go. You can go kill somebody. You can go get drunk and then you can uh, fucking cheat on your wife and then you go to church on Sunday. It's all good. It's all,
1: bro. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the problem with nowadays. But early on, it was I think it was important to to kind of get the masses to work together instead of, you know, what it was like. Or at least it, that, look, this is my opinion. I don't know shit. <laughs> I'm a big, dumb ape. I don't know shit. This oh, no. is just my I'm opinion.
0: realizing I need my own mute button for myself, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just talk about some shit, bro. <laughs> like,
1: I just need to stop mute. <laughs> Any time that you feel uncomfortable with something, then I'm not happen.
0: uncomfortable. I just don't want to, like, have to re-record this for a third time.
1: Oh, that's not an <laughs> option, because this episode comes out tom- tomorrow. Not tomorrow. The next day. I have 24 hours to cut and edit this video. Oh, it's video. Monday.
0: So, yeah, to, to, uh, Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. Just, yeah.
1: And I work open and to close tomorrow, so. Hail Satan. Oh,
0: man. Oh, it's got to be my pitch. Uh, <laughs> hail Satan. Hail yourself. Yeah, I know. I stole that from last podcast on the left for all you people who are podcast listeners. Yeah, I know. But you know what? I fucking love those dudes because they speak real. They speak the truth. They, who is that? Last podcast on the left. They've been doing this for a long time. They're a really great podcast. If you haven't listened to them, I hate to plug, but a you want to help
1: someone sponsor?
0: Hey, I love <laughs> you guys.
1: Listen to us. Mm, listen to Give us. Give us some feedback.
0: Give us a little bit. Yeah, it'd be great.
1: I'd love to hear what what a professional podcaster. I mean, I, I have you. Did you listen to the to the um, the Everyday People episode that I was on? Probably. Um, I'm not
0: gonna lie. Two hours, by the time I start listening to a podcast, I usually fall asleep. <laughs> so I've listened to your podcast like five times, all the episodes you released from the mothership, and I kind of maybe fell asleep the first couple times. It's okay. By the way, gave me great dreams. Yeah? Yeah, it was pretty lucid, actually.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, um, my, the whole reason that we're even sitting here today is because of a guy named Eric, who I work with, um, who started his podcast, and you know, you know from... Because you know me, you've known me forever. This is just something I've always wanted to do—not podcast specifically, but me. Well, and you've John. always
0: looked for a reason to fucking get your ass on the radio. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but but uh, the whole reason, yeah. Thanks, man. You have the last bit of that, Jesse James. Okay, you can have the last bit of the uh, one-on-one. That's a fact. All right. Um. So how about airplane food? We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back
0: to your radio host with Devin Gray on Gray Man Media. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. You need to sound like that.
1: Me and John were talking. We, we've been kind of talking, and, and this idea is very much in, a, in its infancy. But we're, we're thinking of giving him um, a, a little separate show here on Gray Man.
0: Teeny, tiny, weeny.
1: Talking about um, kind of paranormal stuff. Which is, which is something John's very into, very knowledgeable about. He's kind of into that stuff. You're a medium, right?
0: Uh huh. Sorry, as I played uh, my smoke. <clears throat> yes, absolutely. I'm a, I'm a medium, a large, and extra large.
1: <laughs> I hated that. Redacted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we get into that, I do want to say, how do you like my shirt? I love it. Liquid death, mountain water. <laughs> I think
0: I've almost got that voice down. It It's so pretty close, man. It was yeah. pretty close. Liquid death, mountain water. <laughs> You've yet to have some. <clears throat> I have absolutely had some. Oh, you have? Yeah, I just didn't chug it with a cup of pudding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what a great callback. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I would have thrown that up right away. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I think you could have taken it.
0: I mean, hey. Don't tell my personal life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, oh, yeah, you're 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 a medium. Um, yes. you're, you're so you you have a kind of an extra ability. Are you, you multivoyant is the proper term. Actually, okay. Uh, well, because I'm not around. just
0: I'm not just clairvoyant. I am uh well, to put it simply in layman's terms, I can hear I can see, I can smell, I can feel, I can even taste extra sensory perception. Okay. From what I personally believe is not really just ghosts, but our two multi universes colliding at certain points. Our in time. two multi
1: universes. <laughs>
0: Well, I think each universe has its own multi-universe of itself, so therefore the infantality of the situation could be mind-boggling. God, yeah, don't do that to my head right now. <laughs> think about each universe having a multi-universe theory.
1: Um, that, that's something I like to play around with a lot, like, cause, because of the nature of the universe, nothing can ever be impossible. Absolutely not. So like, I like to just... Do like little thought experiments of just like thinking of some of the most ridiculous shit.
0: I mean, you think George Lucas just came up with Star Wars one day? Stop. <laughs> Fuck no. He hit his head on the toilet like Doc Brown and just was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to put a bunch of sexy people with light swords in their hands and have some robots
1: to talk shit in a different language. It's going to be great. They're so like one. Of- <laughs> Jesus. Mine are a little less dramatic. Well, I don't know. It depends on how you look at it. So like, so like there's, there's like, is there, is there a Jaguar at the Louisville zoo? Fuck if I know. Okay. For arguments, support zoos for argument's sake, let's say there's not. And you know, the odds of you getting attacked by a Jaguar in Louisville, Kentucky are incredibly low, but never zero. (laughs) it's <laughs> fairly true i guess i can agree with that yeah yeah there's also
0: probable the probability that somewhere in the universe there is butterflies but their wings don't flap they just fly
1: like b-52 bombers i mean look again the 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 possibility of that is is probably very low pew pew but it can't be zero
0: pew pew there's probably a universe where guns actually sound like pew pew
1: well, yeah. If there's infinite realities, I mean, there's a gun that makes every sound. There's exactly. guns that don't make sound. There's.
0: Yeah. In fact, I think you can find it at Walmart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> can you imagine going to a gun range?
0: Somebody just whips out a like Walmart pistol.
1: <laughs> no. no, 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 no. But in one of these infinite realities, there's. It's like you 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 pull out your AR-15. You pull you you squeeze the trigger a couple times, but all you hear is like. A bus horn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, I got one for you. Every time you pull the trigger, you just redacted. Redacted. <laughs>
0: redacted. Oh yes, I need that gun. I need that right now. I'm well, gonna you... put it in my Call of Duty loadout for Warzone.
1: Have you played any Warzone?
0: Oh my god, I've been so fucking hooked on that game. It's a Dude, It's a lot of fun. I have been up until eight o'clock in the morning for the past five days.
1: That's excessive.
0: Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. There's times where I'm literally just standing there, pulling the trigger, and not giving a fuck. Like, I'm just like half asleep.
1: What's, what's it like being a DJ?
0: Weird segue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What's it like being human? Yeah, I just That's fucked deep, your brain, did I?
1: <laughs> you ever just look in the mirror, you're like, God damn, I'm really out here. I'm a fucking human.
0: No, I don't. It's crazy. I wonder what other humans think about, though. So that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I was born a lizard man. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Oh God, you just you <laughs> just freaked a bunch of <laughs> people. <up>.
0: Just kidding. Where <laughs> <Or> am I? <laughs>
1: his, his his second dada. his second set of eyelids just just blinked at me. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but what's it, what is it like? You know. DJing, I know you do most of your stuff on over the internet and streaming and stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I mainly do it on uh, Meet Me. Um, I, I want to branch out to other platforms, but to be honest with you, it's really boring for me. <laughs> Like what, I, enjoy, I enjoy my own company more on stream than I do anybody else's. Like, there's <laughs> nobody there. <laughs> it's not like I have a bad show. Like I put on a great visual effect. Like if you're tripping shrimps, please come watch me. Like you're going to love the fuck out of it, man. So you're wait, gonna... is,
1: is it just because you don't have a whole lot of viewers or yeah, is yeah, it, yeah. or is it because you just honestly just like doing it?
0: It's because I don't have a lot of viewers. And then a lot of times when I do go live, I'm already thinking about getting drunk. So <laughs> either way, it turns into a shit show. And I'm, like, I try to, I battle other people on there, too, like, where I'm, like, I go to their streams, and then we, like, match our streams together, and it's supposed to be, like, where people gift me, and people gift them, whoever gets the most gets diamonds and all this other shit. That never happens, but when I battle them, it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, you're, what the fuck are you doing? You're, you're taking a shit? Oh, cool, 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 cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. What's your meet me?
0: Uh, phew, Raven Wolf.
1: Raven Wolf. Ladies and gentlemen, go follow him.
0: Actually, uh, do I need to look up the real? You should have it in your show notes. I, uh, Mister
1: Prepared. <laughs> uh yeah, dude, you have yeah, my show notes. Where I've got them, you know, right here. Uh,
0: oh, and he flicks me off.
1: Uh, I did not. <laughs> Don't tell them that; they'll believe it. <laughs>
0: It's bad that they believe it. That means they already expect that of you. <laughs> uh, well, that's fair. Yeah, I'll look it up. I'll look it up real quick. But go ahead and talk about something
1: else. Well, no, I, I, just, I want to talk more about this because I think that because I've watched some of your streams and and they're actually fairly entertaining. Um, yeah, they are. They, they, you're you're an entertaining guy, anyway, John. I mean, you're kind of insane. There's there's very rare times where I've hung out with you and I'm like,
0: that was boring. I don't think you've ever seen me in like a normal pair of clothes. Never. <laughs> Do you even own them? I think so. I have a suit somewhere. (laughs) I might need to dig that out. I got an interview tomorrow. (laughs) I was going to show up to the bar in my kilt and be like, what's up, bro? (laughs) Can I get this job for security? I want to be top flight of the world, Craig. (laughs) Top flight? Top flight. Top flight security of the world, Craig. Not just the city, but the world. I actually know a guy. Oh,
1: yeah? Yeah, his name's Mark. Um, Dwayne. Nope. Um but he does work for uh Top Flight Security or at least I'm pretty sure he does.
0: You're shitting me. That's a real security company?
1: Uh
0: That's a real question too. He
1: puts hashtags there it as, is <laughs> he puts hashtags on a lot of his posts that says Top Flight Security so I I think so. That might just be a thing that he says.
0: Oh, no. Yeah. All right, so here is the link. I'm going to go ahead and just say it aloud. Uh it is at http 2. Dots, <laughs> oh, you're...
1: D- Shut the fuck up, John.
0: If you don't know how to put a URL in at this point in the age, year of 2020, you're, you're completely done, so fuck off. <laughs> HTTP, two dots. <laughs> forward slash, slash forward slash. slash, forward slash, meet me, dot... meet, dot me, forward slash, R-A-V-I-E-N-W-O-L-F to clarify for those who are illiterate. That is Romeo Alpha... Dixon, Indigo, Echo, Nancy, Wolf, Oscar, Lemur, Foxtrot.
1: No one's gonna do that, John. That's ridiculous. You don't have a you don't have like a thing that I don't know how Meet Me works.
0: That's how you find me. You can put that into your URL on your computer. <sighs> what can I say? Yeah, I'm different. Oh, I'm different. John. I'm you're different. making it
1: ridiculous to to try to find like
0: it's not. Don't worry. I don't go live very often, but just go ahead and follow me anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, go, go follow me. I never put out content.
0: I <laughs> put out content all the time. You just got to be prepared for it at 3 in the morning. You West Coasters <laughs> would love me.
1: Oh, my God, yeah. Maybe
0: Ireland? Oh, absolutely. Actually, I have uh, a friend from Dublin that I have known for, like, seven years. He's a police officer over there. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's the one who actually taught me how to speak Gaelic. And I did it's not Gaelic, it's Gaelic. What? Yeah. Iqtulium briom. Stop. It's it's Gaelic. Stop, you're taking me you're taking me for a rod. I speak ten different languages. Haven't we already talked about this? You're
1: you do you speak it or do you just nail phrases? Both.
0: <laughs> I mean that is the appropriate answer, you jackass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god! I threw away all of the questions I had prepared for you because I thought this episode was already recorded. All right, take us take us through the to, as as somebody like I obviously love my bourbon, mm. but I'm not I'm not a mixologist. I'm certainly not a, a a somebody who works in in the bar industry or anything like that. However, me neither. We, we have somebody here who is, a, is a somewhat of an expert on this situation, so take us, take, take us on a ride through bourbon. Tell us about the uh, – obviously, it's a, it's a Louisville thing. Well, it's a Kentucky thing, right? I mean,
0: no. I think I told you this last time. It's not just a Kentucky thing. Other places can make bourbon, but bourbon is the most heavily regulated, rule-strictified <laughs> content of alcohol out there, Period. To become classified uh, as a bourbon, it doesn't have to be made in Kentucky, but it does have to be made of at least 65% or more corn. <sighs> what? It's true. What? It has to be 65% or higher corn in the mash. I'm not
1: food. drinking bourbon made of anywhere outside of Kentucky.
0: Well, I mean, I would hope you wouldn't. But if you're <laughs> in Japan, then that's what you got to do, because you know what? A bottle of Jack... Not, not Jack because that's Tennessee whiskey you want to know what a bottle of Kentucky bourbon any bottle let's say Woodford Woodford a bottle of Woodford
1: it's yeah. gonna have a markup
0: oh my god it's insane in in Ireland in Dublin even like all <clears throat> right so I've been there I've been across you know a couple other different countries as well when I go to another country and I ask them for <sighs> bourbon I'm looking at a markup for what I would ch- pay what Five dollars for a shot, probably of Woodford here in Louisville, because of course they mark it up. Because we're a tourist industry. Of course. So five to ten bucks, right there, right? You're going to another country, you're looking at ten to twenty dollars American. That's crazy for one shot.
1: Yeah, that's wild.
0: That's why I take wine everywhere with me. Can you? Yeah. You know how many Uh, bottles of wine I've stolen out of France? I mean,
1: bought. Redacted.
0: <laughs> what suitcase is worth?
1: Wait, I thought, you were, I thought you were supposed to... You can't carry X amount of... You can carry whatever the fuck you want as long as you declare it.
0: Only thing you cannot bring into the U.S. due to U.S. custom laws and regulations is illicit drugs unless they've been clarified, verified, and um, marked on your import sheets. And then they have to be signed off by physicians on both countries. Um... Of course, no illicit drugs or illegal drugs into the U.S. And alcohol-wise, as long as you declare it, you're good to go. You also can't bring in food. Like specific meats, pork specifically, the TSA will not allow that in the U.S.
1: There's, I'm sure there's a long list of shit <laughs> they too. want. They there's want. a
0: lot. Yeah, but I'm just talking basics.
1: Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I'm sure there's a long list of shit that you can't. And a lot of it would be like weird.
0: Yeah, but in my carry-on
1: bag, I definitely carried a bottle of
0: bourbon one time
1: can you i thought you can only have like x amount of fluid ounces
0: yeah
1: (laughs) did i tell you about my experience when i okay so when i went to uh vegas it was around this time last year or two years ago rather sorry uh i went to vegas for noodles we were doing a noodle thing down there uh general manager retreat Mm -hmm. and first time i ever flew so i didn't really know what to uh expect and we're going through tsa in louisville which by the way I have been in approximately four airports.
0: Oh, really? I can't even think about how many I've been in.
1: Yeah, no, a very small amount. Louisville's airport is... (laughs) You know, I just used to work there, like, not even three or four months ago. It's so small compared to, like, (laughs) the one in Atlanta or the one in Vegas. Like, Vegas, man, you ain't ever been to Dallas, bro. Oh, I'm sure. (sighs) It, the one in St. Cloud, Minnesota, is pretty small, but...
0: <laughs> Texas Airport, specifically Dallas, is the size of a city. Like, I had 20 minutes to get from, let's to put it geographically, airport, on foot, two trains and a bus. That's pretty wild. 20 minutes to cross the distance from Kentucky... No. ...to Indianapolis... No, I'm not even kidding, man. It f- no, bro, I took a fucking light rail train. Like this thing was moving like a bullet. It was out there. It was done. <laughs> and then no two way. buses across the tarmac. I swear to God, that's three and a half hours away, dude. There's no way. Not no, a train. Trains move fast. <laughs> You're so full of shit. I'm serious. You imagine
1: man. that in your head, man. <laughs>
0: And it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like two hours away driving time. But I'm serious, like, it was literally across an entire city. It was like trying to cross Louisville from one end to the other and then to all the way out to Crestwood. Let me put it that way. <laughs> Nobody else Somebody is going to get that. Anybody who's ever been through Dallas Airport, you know it sucks because they give you 20 minutes to cross fucking amazing distances like a superhuman <laughs> you're booking it through the airport you're running people are riding their luggage as like scooters it is it's just a <laughs> fucking
1: nightmare okay <laughs> that's the point he's trying to make people yeah. it's just a nightmare yeah pretty much no but but when i was going through uh, i was going through tsa um they they i go through the body scan right and i come out and they're like hey you don't have one of those wallet knives on you <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I was, I was sure I was going to get like cavity search. And also I was like, I took it out of my wallet. I tossed it at one of the TSA I was like, you can keep it. I don't even want it back. Cause I was like, so worried. Something horrible is going to happen to me.
0: So when I got a job at uh, the airport, <clears throat> I got TSA special fast pass clearance for yeah. five years. So I can walk through TSA without going through digital screening. Wow. Uh-huh. Of course, you know. I get somewhat screened, but I don't have to take my shoes off or anything. That's nice. I don't have to take my electronics out of my bags or anything. That's nice. It is nice. But I'll tell you the trick on getting alcohol. After you leave Louisville, there's a little little boutique right there by the Starbucks. They sell full-size bottles of booze.
1: Do they really? Absolutely.
0: You can buy a bottle of Woodford for $65. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> you buy that motherfucker, you can go on a plane and get trashed. I did that all the way to New York and Amsterdam until I got to Amsterdam, and then I got fucked up. <laughs> now I was still in the airport. I, I never was, left that airport, actually. Dude, the,
1: dude the, the, even the <laughs> airport, dude. You, the, you second you get off the plane, slot machines uh, in Vegas, oh, th- yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. no, we want your money in and out this bitch.
0: <laughs> no, no, I ain't going to lie. My dad won $4,300 from a slot machine right Holy before leaving shit. Vegas. Right before uh, leaving he was like, "That's cool. We're getting on the plane. We're leaving now."
1: <laughs> but I, uh, I didn't get to gamble much because obviously it was a work thing. But I did the one night I did get to hang out and just do the casino thing. I was I, I came up quite a bit. I only had like hundred twenty dollars, like that was my budget, like, and I spent most of that on drinks. I'll be honest, um, but I, I started to come up quite a bit on one of these slot machines. I think at one point I was up to two hundred bucks. That's quite a bit, and. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it is cuz I probably I probably only spent like 70. So I okay. I had more than doubled my money yeah, yeah. at that point and so I was pretty pumped. And and I'm like and then I started to lose.
0: <laughs> That's when you pull out.
1: And no, yeah, but I didn't cuz I was drunk and I was having a good time <laughs> and also I knew that money <coughs> Anytime I go to the casino, I go into that that bitch knowing that whatever money I brought in, I am not expecting to walk back out with. If I do, Cool, but if not, it's okay. I expected to lose that money. I'm more ha- there to have fun than make money anyway. Sounds like a
0: high price call, girl.
1: Eh, whatever. I, <laughs> that's why I don't go very often. That's why I don't go. We haven't been to the casino yet. We should go. Oh, my God, yeah, we should. You, have you been to the new boat? No, I haven't. It's I have It's
0: fucking abusing. Yeah, has it?
1: Liquid death. I was uh, I, my, my my grandparent of all, of all people, my grandmother. She would always, she hated the boat.
0: They tighten that fucker up over there. I tell you what, I used to go over there with twenty dollars that I got from a hooker. Don't ask how. And <laughs> I tell you what, I made at least three hundred dollars every time she gave me a twenty dollar bill. And I was walking out of there, she, I was like, "Here, can I give you your money back?" And she's like, "Hell no, you keep that money."
1: So the first time we went to the casino, like, you, first time we went to the casino, uh, it was for Michael's birthday, and. We sat down at the blackjack table because that's what we wanted to play. We were there to play blackjack, and um, we sat down at the blackjack table. We start we start doing okay. We're we're losing some. We're winning some, but then we leave to go get drinks. And when we left, we tipped the we tipped the guy. Mm. That's just what you do. Yeah, that's good. But we tipped him pretty good. Good karma. We we tipped him pretty good. We came back from getting drinks, which I we could have ordered it at the table, you know. But we we wanted to kind of keep you know keep moving look around the boat a little bit. Um, come back to the same table, same same dealer. Now he's telling us when we should and shouldn't hit. Yeah. So now we start winning. Mm. Now we start making a bunch of money.
0: They're not they say they're not allowed to do that but they are a little bit. He's, he, as long as you say I'm new to the game.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it, it was clear to him that we were. <clears throat> uh, and we and we, you know, and he he's like, you know, I'm I'm just giving you advice here. You wouldn't want to hit. Or Hey, you should probably hit, you know, he'd do that. It wasn't like, you know, he wasn't like looking at the cards or anything. It's like
0: still that. a 50-50 bet, especially, you know, they, you know, he always looks at his hand too, by the way, keep that in mind. And as well as the fact, I personally don't tip them very often. I mean, I give them like five bucks. Well, that's about it. Yeah, I
1: think we tipped the first time we left. I think we gave him like thirty bucks. Oh God! Yeah, which is why he was. Did he like, take his shirt off for you at least? <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, we were we were hap- we, again. We were there to lose money. We were, we were just having a good time enjoying the because it was the first time we had ever been to a casino. I give
0: anybody thirty bucks. I would better get a lap dance out of it.
1: I mean, it was thirty dollars between the, like the four of us.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um. I mean that's a four way, so that counts.
1: And so it'd be a five-way, wouldn't it? Because you got to include the dealer. He's just watching. (laughs) (laughs) So 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 then we get so then we start we come up, and I think collectively we were up like I don't know I'm I'm gonna say two hundred dollars because that sounds crazy and also somewhat believable. We were up. That's the point. <clears throat> and we and again again we could have order, we did order drinks at the table that time but then again we wanted to get up we wanted to walk around I think we also went out to the parking lot to do a little bit of blow and then we we'll come back
0: I oh, oh, just said that way too loud <laughs> yeah
1: well dude'm I'm, I'm, I'm clean now I'm good whatever uh anybody can pull me over you're never gonna find anything um and so then we come back and we go back to the table hoping it's the same guy this time it's a chick and we start losing.
0: Y'all, y'all are distracted.
1: Well, no, it wasn't even that. She just wasn't helping us anymore, and we hadn't learned anything because we were drunk. Say that again. What I say? <laughs> you said?
0: Said helping. No, you didn't say helping. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm just saying. She wasn't. She didn't. Say, Can we get a rewind on that? She wasn't. Can we look, get a replay. She didn't look like that. Put the replay in here. What do you say? Redacted. Put um, the replay. <laughs>
1: we start we start losing and, uh, and it's also it's also about time to go head down to Bargetown Road at that point, so we luck. So then we start bar hopping and
0: It was over. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap. Yeah. Oh, oh man, remember that time at La Bamba when you were in my car? Me, you and Eddie.
1: No. Yeah. Tell me.
0: Yes. I don't
1: remember. Oh, you were drunk. I'm sure. So drunk. Every time I'm near you, I'm drunk. Oh my god. No. Tell the story.
0: Alright, so there was you were there, absolutely. And I think so was
1: Wait, La Bamba, that's burritos as big as your head.
0: Yes. Oh,
1: I still don't remember, but I do know that.
0: So <laughs> we were all me it was me, you, Eddie, and I think Wesley might have been there too. Okay. Um And we were uh oh no, my other friend Shane was there. So we were there. Yes. Yes, you remember that yes. now? Yes,
1: now I'm remembering. It's all coming back. Go, go but keep telling. So Well, I would say say we,
0: I guess it doesn't matter now, we all got really drunk.
1: (laughs) Shocking, to, surprising no one.
0: At the first bar, and of course, I'm designated driver because I'm the best. And, um, this story proves why. (laughs) And any cops listening to this, this is totally not how I am anymore, so please leave me alone. (laughs) So we were, um, young and dumb, you know, living free. And, um... Ooh, I'm going to do this whole thing at ASMR. My mic keeps cutting out. It's weird. So we left the bar, and uh, we went to the back alley where my car was parked, and we got in the car. And everybody was hanging out in the car. And um, why does the mic keep cutting out like that? Is that? My you are coming
1: that? through crystal clear, baby. Really?
0: Okay, because yes. I keep hearing myself fade. Nope. I'm you're, sorry. It's you're, sounding, you're sounding fine. <clears throat> anyway, so we were hanging out in the car, and uh, I, I said, Okay, let's t- it's time to go get some food because y'all are drunk. And of course, I probably was a little tipsy myself. So we take down off the back alley, and I start, you know, driving like an idiot and dodging trash cans and shit like that. And, you know, it's a back alley in Louisville. So then what we did was uh, we, we come around the back way of the speedway, and I come up to the red light, and I'm like, Hey, guys. Watch this. And as soon as the light turns green, I hit the brake, pull the e-brake, bam on the glass, and start burning out and doing a fucking full-on, like, what's that guy, John Wick, fucking 180 spin drift into a fucking regular lane. There was not really (coughs) much traffic, just mind you. The only cars around me were police officers. (laughs) I didn't see them. But, so, as soon as we did that, and I finish my burnout. I see st- like three sets of fucking red and blue lights go. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Wah, 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 wah. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Everybody's in the car freaking out. Y'all are just losing your fucking minds. And he's like, oh, my God, we're going to jail. We're going to jail. I'm like, it's cool. Nobody got anything on them. We're good, man. Y'all just drunk. I'm driving. I did a little something stupid. Let me talk to him. I got this. So we pull up into this motherfucker. I pull over into the Bamba. I'm like, I want to go somewhere safe. I'm going to La Bamba. <laughs> so I'm pulling into La Bamba. Next thing I know, before before they even gave us the order to get out of the car, there was five cop cars in the parking lot of La Bamba. Louisville Metro Police officers. Like literally two cops per car. Like it must have been training day or some shit. <laughs> I mean, it was it was ridiculous. You would think I robbed a bank. <laughs> the way it looked, okay? They said, attention, driver, step out of the vehicle, turn the vehicle off, and put your hands in the air. How many other passengers do you have in the vehicle? I'm like, I don't know. Four? I don't know. Step out of the vehicle with your hands in the air. Okay. Here I go. I'm cool. Step out of the car, hands in the air. Walk backwards. Do not face us. We have a taser trained on y'all back. I don't remember this. At I'm long. like, oh cool, <laughs> Taser. <laughs> I got one too. Do you have it on you? Nope. It's at home.
1: <laughs> There's no way.
0: No cop laughed at that point. I'm not even kidding. He was I was like, not here. He was like I was ah.
1: not here for this. He was like
0: <laughs> I mean, um Okay, step back. And then they pulled everybody else out of the vehicle. And um, <laughs> you were fucking blacked out. Eddie was halfway conscious. I think Wesley, I I don't know, I think he was half asleep at the moment. He didn't get out of the car until late. They found him. And then my friend Shane was like, oh my God, we're going to jail. We're going to jail. What the fuck, John? We're going to jail. We're going. I'm like, everybody shut the fuck up. Quit talking. Let me talk. Okay. Okay. They pull us over next to the, the lead car, the investigator's car. And they're like, we're going to patch you down. I'm like, cool. Touch me in a good way. Cop laughed again. Stop. It was a lady cop. I was There's no. Way. I swear this to God, this worked, happen. man. I was just making jokes like, motherfucker, like, they couldn't help it but laugh because they knew I was fucking with them. And they're like, what are you doing driving like that, boy? And I'm like, listen, ma'am, officer, I'm sorry. I, I know that was stupid, okay? I was just trying to show off my friends. They're a little drunk. I just decided to do a little burnout. I didn't mean to do anything. I, I was in complete control of the vehicle. It's my fault. I am so sorry. So they're like, do we we're going to search your vehicle. I'm like, at this point I didn't know my rights. So, I was like, yeah, whatever. I'm sorry. We're good. They start searching the vehicle. They found a capo with a string on it for it's for my guitar. It was sitting in my center console. They pull it out. They're like, is this for drugs? I'm like, uh, no, that's for a guitar. <laughs> good try. And they're like, oh, okay, do you have anything in the vehicle we need to know about? And they start running through, it. and I'm like, nope. And at this point, everybody else is just like freaking out. They got their hands in the pocket, they're all twitchy looking, including you. Oh my God, you were like, you couldn't stand still. There's no way. I was not here for this. You might have not been, but this is still a good story. I swear you were, though, because <laughs> Eddie was there, so I don't know why you wouldn't have been. I don't know. Anyway, bottom line, it was still good. It gets better. At one point, they're searching my vehicle, and then there's this lady cop standing over here next to me, and I'm just like, hey, officer. Like I said, I'm really sorry, but do you mind if I take my hat off? Look, I'll slowly do it, and I'll let you look inside, and I'm going to toss it on the ground. It's just bugging me, okay? I don't want to scratch my head. And I toss it on the ground. She's like, that's fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I itch my head real quick. She's like, are y'all on anything tonight? I'm like, yeah, they've been drinking. <laughs> and uh, you're like, you've been drinking? I mean, like, no, nah, I had, like, a beer at the other bar, but... You know, I was just being a dumbass. I'm sorry. You know what? I really appreciate you guys being out here and doing your job, because I what I did was stupid, and I fully admit that. And I appreciate y'all actually just trying to make sure everybody's safe. I was just trying to show off. And they're like, well, well we appreciate your honesty and everything like that. And I'm like, hey, by the way, do you know my dad? Your name sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> He's captain of the little fire department. And then, yeah, I kind of made some friends that night, needless to say. And, uh... <laughs> Turns out, actually, years later, I found out one of those officers, the female ones, is a friend with my sister. So, hey, that worked out well. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but either way, we got out of it, got no ticket, got no nothing. I'm just like, we just wanted burritos, and we were going fast.
1: (laughs) So, when you mentioned your friend Shane, I thought of the time that we were looking for drugs. And it was like I do
0: either confirm or deny what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: We were looking for drugs. This was forever ago. I don't believe it. Oh, that's fine. You don't have to. I'll tell you exactly <laughs> why you remember. It's cool. Nobody <laughs> listens to me anyway.
0: <laughs> Nobody's gonna ever hear this episode because I'm gonna have to delete it again. I'm here.
1: No way. No way. <laughs> so your buddy Shane, your buddy Shane. After after we tried like the first two people, you know, to get drugs,
0: we're gonna call him Shanista for protecting the innocent.
1: I mean, we haven't said his last name. He's fine. Um, <laughs> it might have, maybe it wasn't him. Probably wasn't. Did you have a friend named Tracy? No. What, are you thinking about Lenny Kravitz? I'm talking about that night. So Lenny you know Kravitz. exactly Lenny what I'm talking Lenny Kravitz,
0: talk- bro. So was oh. it Shane?
1: So was it Shane that night?
0: Yeah, I think it was. Okay. And yeah, we were hanging, we went to go find Lenny Kravitz, man. We, oh, that we, ta- that cat.
1: That, the first two people we went to just, it did, didn't work out. Then you're like, okay. Guy, I, I, I know the guy. I know His the name guy. is Lenny Kravitz. <sighs> First off, the fact that he looked so much like Lenny Bro, Kravitz. It was, was Lenny so... Kravitz. Shut the it was fuck in up. Town. How many times do I have to Shut tell you Shut the fuck this? up. It was not Lenny Kravitz. It, was it was not... fucking Lenny Kravitz. We did not buy drugs from Lenny Kravitz. Yes, Shut the did. hell up.
0: <laughs> it's Louisville. Anything can happen.
1: <laughs> anyway, the reason I remember... The the, re, the reason I started to remember that night is because I thought it, you were talking about that night.
0: Oh, that was a Molly night.
1: And, uh, yes. And, uh. And, um... After the second guy that we went to and and it didn't work out and we couldn't still couldn't get Molly before you had mentioned Lenny Kravitz, he he's like bro let's just try to find some H who
0: no he did not that was one of your friend,
1: one of your friends that was with us that night said that and I just remember being like John I don't ever want him over in my heart ever again
0: yeah that wasn't my dude
1: okay so it was somebody else
0: I don't know who that guy was
1: you just invited a stranger
0: I don't remember. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what it, it's you it was young it was young you so of course well, this it was, was around the same somewhere. time me and you did the fucking ice challenge oh my
0: god <laughs> you want to tell him about that did we
1: <laughs> you told me something about like putting ice on salt and then applying pressure causes a burn it and does. i was like bullshit
0: i said putting ice i mean i said putting salt on ice because we were sitting there talking about physics that night for whatever fucking reason i said hey here's a fun science fact fun fact ff that putting salt on ice creates the temperature to go instantly lower below 32 degrees, which is the freezing point of water. It creates a temperature which could cause skin damage.
1: And I said bullshit.
0: And then you said, all right, let's grab ice cubes, put salt on our hands, and fucking (laughs) hold that shit until none of us can fucking release. And then I think me and you held it the longest, and we had, like, burns for, like, three weeks. We couldn't use our hands.
1: Yeah, and it sucked because we worked grill- Oh God, it hurts! It so hurts bad. so bad. <laughs> I just... Oh, that was such a terrible night. Terrible. I didn't beat it for almost two weeks. <laughs> Both hands fucked. Remember when we went to the? Was it <laughs> <laughs> after a long night of partying? Me, you, Jessica, wake up. And we're like, we want. Ooh, that sounded nice. I know, right? We want. We want some. uh We want some Chinese. So we go up to this little oh, local that. Chinese. Oh, God.
0: The stories we have, we can make so many episodes.
1: <laughs> and we go up to a little Chinese restaurant. And uh, <laughs> you go to get up. Fucking dick. You go to get up, and you go to serve yourself at the buffet. And I and, pour soy sauce all up in your Coke.
0: But, and- bro, I was excited. I had so much crab <laughs> and sushi. I was ready to go. And I even looked for the soy sauce. I'm like, oh, why is this bottle half empty? <laughs>
1: Wait, I'm gonna to try to find the video.
0: <laughs> oh, I was really looking forward to that Coke. I'm really gonna to try to look for it, man.
1: <laughs> um, uh, no, you, go finish, finish. Go. No, finish. no, no, no. You, you will you tell tell a story about um? We tell the story about uh, when me and you ate seven by sevens. Oh yeah. While I look for this video,
0: bro. Okay, so if if you've never been to Steak and Shake, there's like secret menu items, and. One of them's called, well, it wasn't even really secret to be honest,
1: not at that point, it is now,
0: yeah, it was called a seven by seven. It was seven patties, seven pieces of cheese between two buns, and let me tell you, that video I regret deeply because <laughs> I was able to put way more of that sandwich in my mouth than I fucking should have. <laughs> There was no video of Devin doing it, but I believe he said he did it, but I don't remember it. There
1: is a video. It was just separate from the one that, the time that me and you did it. Mm.
0: Yeah, that was, uh, that was a trip. I kind of really missed Steak and Shake for real, even though they fucked me over and still never paid for that fucking injury I got there.
1: What injury was that?
0: That was when a stack of plates got dropped and a shard flew off and cut my pinky halfway open.
1: Oh, my God. I don't remember that. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't doubt it. it was staking a shake. Fucking. I, I was like,
0: shit. y'all paying for this is workers comp, bro. And they're like, greedy. Try to, they try to like, they try to literally like man shame me. Like, they're like, oh, you ain't a man. Good. You got to get stitches and shit. I'm like, yeah, I got to get stitches. And shit. My pinky's halfway hanging off. You fucking prick. Let me, you all need to pay for this shit. I ain't paying for this. And I still got medical calls for like 10 years after that saying, oh, you go $1,000 for your medical visit. I'm like, no, I don't. You need to talk to Snake and Shake. (laughs) Fuck off.
1: (laughs) I was like, all right. So I got both. I've got both videos.
0: (coughs) Oh oh god. So
1: we'll be able to listen to the audio. Oh yeah. And for anybody who's willing to to scroll this far down my Instagram, if you do find the salt video, do a repost. Well, if you find the salt video for whatever reason, when we posted it, it stops. Like the video stops halfway through.
0: Oh, it does. It doesn't even show the aftermath. No, it
1: doesn't. But right, here's here's the audio of of when John drank the soy sauce. <laughs> Wait. Fuck you guys, that's not even cool. Let's <laughs> <laughs> is- oh, so
0: actually-
1: right,
0: the- <laughs> you didn't get to the part where I was like, I was really looking forward to that. Coca-Cola. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. All right, what is uh, this? Uh, what is. That? What is this? Uh, what is that's it? all we got. What, what I that? remember a much longer what? video. Oh yeah, it was way longer. That was all that. W- that was all that got posted. It was oh, such a sad no. time. Oh god, yes.
0: what happened to fucking the cloud, man? Jesus yeah, Christ,
1: it was a lot. That video is
0: gold. If we can, anyway, we can fucking dig and find that dude. We have to. It's gotta oh, dude, be on that old. That shit's gone. No, it's gotta be somewhere. I guarantee you it's somewhere.
1: So wait, wait, wait. Let me show you a video of. Was of... that
0: MySpace time? I don't remember. No.
1: No, God, no. I posted that directly to Instagram. Um,
0: It might be way, way, way deep in my Facebook somewhere.
1: um, I've got, uh, this is a video of when I did something very similar to Jessica. Shortly after we did that to you, me and Jessica (laughs) went to uh, uh, (laughs) Gatlinburg, and we were at a restaurant, and I start pouring salt into our drink. (laughs) And the table next to me, the guy sitting there, he saw me doing it. He just looked at me and laughed. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Click. Something always clicks with us, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You're an asshole. Her fucking
0: face, bro. That's just gold. Oh, you know what we need to do? Who was there the night we did the salt challenge? It was just me, you, and Wes, right?
1: No, Jessica was there too.
0: Yeah, I know that, but I mean, I mean, like, as far as the boys, Um, we need to do this to Austin.
1: Austin was not there. Separately, we did get Dwarfy to do it.
0: I remember Dwarfy.
1: Yeah, Dwarfy did it. He did not do Austin it very do long. It?
0: We need to get Austin to do it on the next I don't, episode.
1: The only problem is, is I really don't want to injure anybody, especially him. He We did a minute hands. and a half. And I regret every... I will never do that shit again, John. But,
0: dude, we lived, right? Fuck it. I mean, yeah. He'll be okay. <sighs> hey, look, I've listened to the other shows from the mothership. He is all about doing
1: some weird shit. So I'm saying... You should take a taste of the of the bomb before we end this episode.
0: I'll get it out. What about your bomb? I see it in the corner. You're gonna give me anything put it on, you dick?
1: <laughs> we're out of whiskey. Give, give me a second.
0: I can't even chase it. Give me a second. Give me a second.
1: <laughs> we should think of another story to tell while we're while we're waiting on this to. All right,
0: all right, all right, all right. <clears throat> well, um <laughs> what about the time when you did do Molly?
1: I mean, there's been multiple times where you're talking about the first time because the first time I did it was with you, right?
0: And it was you and Jess. And then you all were on the floor like just rubbing each other's faces for like 45 minutes. I wasn't even high, and I was like, this is the best (laughs) fucking show I've ever watched in my life. You I was sitting there like, oh, my God, the carpet. The carpet (laughs) feels so good. I I just remember that moment so clearly.
1: I do not remember that. (laughs) It does sound like because early on in our relationship, we were – you know, we we're were we so much more mellow now. We were super affectionate towards each other. We were all... Bit, we were very infatuated Bro, I thought y'all were going to start
0: dry humping the carpet. Like, I really did. <laughs> like, it was it was intense. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Um. Oh, Jessica. Jessica. No, no, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Will you pour the... Pour, uh, just a very small amount into the spoon. Well, I definitely can't get this in my eyes right now. Right. That way you can wash your hands really quick and he doesn't have to leave the seat.
0: My eyes are dry as fuck. Yeah. Yep, I can do that. There
1: we go. Yeah, because we had that happen. We had that happen last week with Nathaniel. Nathaniel opened it, and he was, and then he accidentally touched his eye. Dude, he just had residual, like the bomb on his. I, I
0: don't know how bad it's gonna be, but all I gotta it's ask is very a small thing.
1: amount. Very small amount. Very small amount.
0: Oh, give me half of it.
1: That's plenty. That's plenty.
0: Oh, that's good bet. All right, can you? No, but that's not barely shit. Oh, um, yeah, I don't know. Okay, matter. all right. Well, can you get some milk or? Some fucking, anything other than jalapeno fucking Pringles for me to fucking chew on. Jesus Christ.
1: (laughs) Oh, don't you stop recording, bitch. Oh, I'm not. not, I haven't even started yet.
0: It doesn't look like a lot. Like, I'm just going to like, I'm going to full on tongue it. Like, I'm just going to drop it on my tongue. That's fine. My eyes. That doesn't smell bad at all. It kind of smells like tomato paste. I don't know if you remember how Mexican I am. Like, this might not be that bad.
1: Maybe we should get you some more on there.
0: I just hear a ominous no in the
1: background. Yeah, you're right. We need, we need this for other guests. We need this for other we guests. John
0: to die. Well, I mean, I already died in the beginning of this episode, so. What? <laughs> Don't you remember? Huh? Flashback oh. to soundbite.
1: Oh, that's your time. I'm putting we...
0: your plug. Set Flashback to soundbite. All right, ready?
1: All right. Bottoms up. John Metz the bomb.
0: <laughs> good. How is it? I would like more whiskey with it.
1: <laughs> you
0: have any chips? Chips be good.
1: All right, describe what's going on, brother.
0: <clears throat> well, my throat's closing up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to avoid the milk as long as possible.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Down to Earth episode two.
0: check some ranch with,
1: the with John Metz. Oh. <laughs> this uh, this episode this Jesus this episode comes okay, right. out this Wednesday.
0: Good, it's just stuck on my uvula. <laughs> I did it all the way the wrong way.
1: Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> you know it'd probably help with that that burn. What? If you had a little bit of. It
0: oh, Honestly, it's really not that bad. Yeah. No, actually, I'm I'm kind of playing a little. bit. It's hot as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but I've definitely had worse chalupas.
1: Chalupas? Oh yeah. Cause <sighs> I'm Zayden. Uh... Oh Lord Almighty. <laughs>
0: You know what this would be really good for? What? If you're gonna go to get girl out, you wanna get your mouth mouth nice and wet.
1: John, thanks for coming on <laughs> again. <laughs> you can find him on Facebook, Aww. Snapchat at John502, TikTok at John for the win, and Instagram at Doom502. And check out his meet me Instagram, DJ RavenWolf. John, anything you want to add or plug?
0: Get at me, my foes. I'm here. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, for Gray Man Media, I'm Devin. Don't forget a new episode of Thoughts from the Mothership airs this Monday, and I'll see you next week.